0: Broadcasting live from the PHX.FM studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them.
1: Welcome to Valley Business Radio, where we tell the stories traditional media tends to ignore and help connect you with the right people. I'm Adrian McIntyre. Today's show is another installment in our mini-series on financial topics, brought to you by the team at Wild Wealth Management Group, an award-winning, independent financial advisory firm that provides comprehensive retirement, investment, real estate, insurance, legal, and tax planning services all under one roof. Each Wednesday, professionals from the firm and their trusted partners delve into topics ranging from retirement and the stock market to college planning, real estate, and insurance today we're discussing the unique financial challenges that impact women. I'm joined for today's conversation by Janine Lackey, Independent Advisor and Chief Compliance Officer with Wild Wealth Management Group. Welcome back to the show.
0: Thank you. It's good to be back.
1: Good to have you here. And this is a really important topic. And it's it's something that is not widely discussed, but women face unique financial challenges. They have many opportunities, they have many constraints, and as an investment firm, you often find yourself helping and guiding folks through some of those. Let's talk about this issue. What are some of the unique financial challenges that women's face in today's market?
0: Well, part of it is, you know, though we're out in the workforce, you know, much more than we were 20 years ago, especially 40 years ago. Um, women still make less than the average man. Um, so that puts a little more restriction on our assets. I think budgeting is insanely important for women nowadays, especially if they are single or a single parent. Um, they have to budget between today's world, paying all the bills today, as well as saving for retirement. So just like with... Um, a a, m- a married couple you know we always talk about that okay it, life is about enjoying life today because you don't know what tomorrow will bring but also be diligent and saving for tomorrow and when your your income is is smaller then it just takes strategic planning and being dedicated and one thing i do know about women being one myself is that if you you know Get down and make yourself dedicated to a process and have a plan in place. You will follow it in the future will be great. But um, the the interesting thing is a lot of women don't have that naturally ingrained to them. And if they are married, you know, a lot of times they will... Um, rely on their spouse or their partner to make sure everything is covered and not know what debt they have or what assets they have until it's too late to ask that person, either because they are no longer here or they're divorced. And, you know, it's a little too late at that point to, to have to ask a question. So being active, whether you're single or a partner or married, active planning is important.
1: One of the things that we know for people generally is that there are different challenges and different opportunities at different life stages. There are critical moments in time when things happen and it changes everything. Or there's times when planning for what's next uh, is important because when you get there, you need to be prepared. Uh, w- women face a unique set of challenges in that at every one of those stages in life, they are also juggling multiple things. They are uh, they are family members, mothers, daughters, spouses, partners. They are workers, whether they're self-employed, small business owners, executives, and There's just not a lot of specifically tailored advice for those situations. It almost reminds me of math class, you know, where (laughs) in elementary school you sort of get this idea that math is this important thing, but maybe you're good at it, maybe you're not good at it. There's a lot that's just not talked about when it comes to financial planning for women. What are some of the important topics? that women need to think about when it comes to either for themselves individually or for their families, really how to take a more active role?
0: I think that's a great question. And it's true. I mean, when it comes to what you're taught, you know, back in the day, the economics class taught you to balance checkbook, you ask a kid today, what's a checkbook, and they'll be like, "Um, I don't know, you check your account online. So I mean, you learn things much differently. Um, and you're you're how you were raised also brings that into effect. If you were raised in a household where both parents talked about finances together all the time, it's naturally ingrained to you. But um, most of the time that doesn't happen. It, it's kind of that you don't talk about finances or, or politics at the dinner table kind of thing. So you learn it as an adult. And if you aren't taking an active role, um, it's it's just literally putting yourself out there and, and taking that role, saying, hey, I would like to be involved. Um, you know, I, I'm a little, probably more um, strategic with my fan, fin- my personal finances um, than the average person, but I'm also the financial planner. My husband and I sit down every quarter, we look at our assets and liabilities. You know, I want him to be involved. And that's what I bring back to the table to tell my clients and um, whether in my clients and prospects, this is this is what you need to do. Maybe not as often as I do, but at least once a year. It's kind of like you review, you should review your estate plan once a year to make sure everything is in order. At least review your assets and liabilities once a year. So that way you know how to access accounts. You know what you have. Um, I think just being being upfront and honest with your partner, saying, I want to have an active role in this, I think is is just be bold and supportive.
1: One of the things that you and many of the advisors and partners at Wild Wealth Management Group have talked about on this show is the importance of a personalized, customized plan. And this is one of those situations in which the personalization includes not just numbers and the things you can line up in a portfolio and look at objectively, but emotions, personal history, relationship dynamics, because there's many folks who are perfectly comfortable perhaps taking a back seat to their partner, uh, as in the case of you and your husband, it sounds like he's, he's willing to delegate you, the expert, that primary role, but this takes conversation. This takes collaboration. Uh, how do you suggest that women who want to be more active um, or conversely, women who actually prefer to have it taken care of, um, talk about these things with the other important people in their life? What are the important issues they need to discuss?
0: So one thing that I have found is when a when a prospect makes an appointment with me, I always like to have them both come in at least for the first meeting, and then we can bring it all out into the open and say, okay, this is you know this is what we have. Here's our plan, and then moving forward, when they come in every ninety days, it might be both of them or it might be one of them. Um, but that's kind of where I would suggest. Um, whether it's with us or, or a different financial advisor, that they are part of that meeting once a year. Plus, it will get them to know their advisor. So if they are not the active role, which isn't a bad thing, it's more of, you know, you don't need to be active, you need to be knowledgeable. And I think those are two very different distinctions. Like you said, my husband, is happy to take a back seat because one, this is my profession. And two, he knows exactly where everything is. He knows how to access all the accounts, you know, so he's not in the dark. And that's the scary part. If you're in the dark, you need to open that door and walk through it. And even if it is just simply being active at one meeting a year, at least you know where things are and you're not going to be, um, you know, fe- feeling your way through it because you mentioned, you know, life, life takes turns. And it's been fun for me to see some clients go from being single, and obviously, 100% active to becoming married and having that relationship. And, you know, more than likely one is going to take a backseat. And and that's okay, that's, that's normal, you know, so if you are taking a backseat, don't don't, be ashamed, don't feel bad, recognize it, but just, you know, going back to the be knowledgeable.
1: Yeah, it sounds like I think an important message for folks, especially when there's so much judgment and kind of noise out there in the world more generally about so many different issues. There's no one way it's supposed to be. Uh, What there is, is the way that works for you, the way that works for your family, the way that you feel confident and clear, not in the dark, as you said, Janine, uh, that's the important thing. And listen, those unexpected turns and, and twists of, of life's story can impact us all in a variety of ways. Uh, so being prepared uh, is, is the end goal and figuring out what preparedness really looks like for you. Now, one of the things that you observe is when it comes to investing, women who do invest are sometimes a bit more conservative as an investor. That maybe they're they're taking less risks. First of all, is that true? Second of all, why is that? And what what do you what are your thoughts on the matter?
0: I do think it is true. Um, I think that is part of being a female. We just naturally are more conservative. Not to say that there's not females out there that are very aggressive with their investing, but the average female is more conservative. And it, I think it comes back to a couple different things. One, if they, you know, if we're looking at longevity, um, we are going to outlive, you know, our spouse more than likely. And, you know, just when we look at life in general, okay, who's willing to go skydiving first? Usually it's going to be the man, you know. Um, and that's kind of where we all have our strengths. And we all have our weaknesses as people in general. So recognizing that um, as women, we tend to be slightly more emotional. I hate to say it, but it is true. And we also need to make sure that our emotions don't get in the way of our investing, because that is a big piece when markets go south Right. We can't let our emotions get in the way. And that's where having someone else on your side, whether it's a partner, whether it's a financial planner to talk things through. That's the other important piece, because, right, like you said, life takes us changes. And whether it's because it's in the market or because you've lost a job or you have another kid, you know, all of these emotions are going to take into play. And that's where stepping back and removing the emotional side um, is important. And having having someone else on your side helps you do that.
1: I just had this flashback to the day and. uh August 2008 that I got married to my wife, Jen, and I remember her uncle pulling me aside and saying, I'm gonna give you a a good piece of advice. He said, I've been married to my wife for 50 years and we have an understanding that I make all the big decisions and she makes all the rest of the decisions. And in 50 years, there have been no big decisions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which of course is, <laughs> you know, if you know my uncle, you'd understand the kind of place from which this sort of thing comes. But, but what I, I find is important is that process itself, right? It's not about do it this way, do it that way. This is right. This is modern. This is outdated, whatever. It's what, what works for you and what works for the important people in your life that you can make those decisions together, take charge of, what's coming in, what's going out, to whatever degree uh, you want. And I, I think that just fundamentally, what we're looking at here is this broader question of empowering people to make decisions about the things that are important to them in the way that they want to make those decisions. I'd like to make this more personal a little bit. Janine, going back earlier in your own life, were you always in the driver's seat financially? Is that something you had to kind of come into and learn more about? What was your what was your personal trajectory here on this topic?
0: It's interesting because I did come from a family where at the dinner table you did not talk about politics and you did not talk about finances. Um, It just it it wasn't part of my bringing up. Um, So, you know, when when my husband and I got married early, we were 22 and, you know, we literally most like everybody else is 22 that gets married. You have very little. Um, So we made all our decisions together. We earned our income together. And, you know, it's one of those I did take the backseat. I let him handle the checkbook. You know, like I said, like most people at twenty-two, you are making enough to pay the bills and not enough to invest money. So I wasn't taking a backseat to that because we weren't literally doing it. Just wasn't but, happening. Right? But then as you grow and finances get better, then you start taking that, you know, investing concept. And it's interesting. Um, we started just simply doing it together. I also think, um We got married in Illinois and moved to Arizona where we had no friends, we had no family. Um, So it was just the two of us. So we did everything together. So it was very easy for us. To take that next step of investing and buying that next house, it was very joint decisions because, like I said, it was just the two of us. And then over time, um, it just simply transitioned to me. I'm the bookkeeper, I manage the investments. We still make the decisions together. You know, we kind of have a little rule in our house, and it's, you know, a rule um, that if you're going to spend more than a couple hundred bucks, hey, you just give the other person a heads up. It's not necessarily an ask if you can. It's more of a, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Is there an issue? Nope, we're good. And that's kind of the route we've taken. We've always had a joint bank account. Um, So like I said, we got married young. It was just the two of us. So it was a natural transition to do everything together. The big decisions that your uncle never has in his family We do have some big decisions in ours and it is it's always 100 percent joint conversation. And that's just natural for for us, which is kind of nice. You know, Um, I do have some good friends that when they got married, they chose to keep their finances very separate. You know, they have a separate account where he doesn't have to ask if he can spend the money. She doesn't have to ask. They don't feel guilty on what they buy. And then they have the joint account for the joint purchases and the joint assets like the house. So I think it just, you know, whatever works for you and your relationship is the right answer. You know, there can be 17 different scenarios with 17 different people. But if it works, that's the right answer.
1: One of the things that you're covering at Wild Wealth Management are the different situations, different topics that affect people's lives. Certainly the topic of women and financial planning, women and retirement has some unique aspects, some unique challenges. If there was one or two top takeaways you'd want to share here on the podcast, what are some of the key messages, Janine, that you would want to leave folks with?
0: When it comes down to retirement and investing and just life changes, you know, once again, being involved um, is the key. You don't necessarily need to be active, but you need to be knowledgeable for women, right? Because we are more than likely going to outlive our spouse. um, The important piece is to understand all of those moving pieces and all those puzzle pieces and how they fit together. Um, And that's where... Right. A financial planner definitely can help you bring those together and find little loopholes that you might not know exist. Um, it is important that if you are a couple, that you are prepared to be the only one left at the end of the day. And because, you know, traditionally, the the lady, the woman is going to be the one that stays at home and takes care of the kids, raises the kids, if you can afford to do that. Um, but it also means when it comes down to Social Security, there's less on the books as far as income for that. So being aware of that and planning with inside that scope, as well as you know when retirement comes and there is a pension, which pensions still do exist nowadays, um, but making sure you're choosing the right option to make sure it's not just a lifetime pension for you, but also it's going to help your spouse when you are no longer here. So I think it's just kind of thinking the long-term route to make sure you are aware and and are conscious of that, because the last thing you want is to all of a sudden be be on your own and not have any idea.
1: Janine Lackey is an independent advisor and Wild's chief compliance officer. Thanks so much for the conversation today, Janine.
0: Absolutely. Thank you.
1: If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe to Valley Business Radio on your favorite podcast app. You can also find the latest episodes online at valleybusinessradio.com. For all of us here at PHX.fm, I'm Adrian McIntyre. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Valley Business Radio. Wild Wealth Management Group has ranked as one of the top advisors for the 12th consecutive year on Barron's Top 1200 Financial Advisors. Ranked number one in Arizona for 2020. Award recipient, Trevor Wilde, financial advisor at Wilde Wealth Management Group. Barron's top 1200 advisors. Over 4,000 advisors who wish to be ranked fill out a 102 question survey about their practice. Data is verified and then applied to a ranking formula. The ranking reflects the volume of assets overseen by the advisors and their teams, revenues generated for the firms, and the quality of the advisor's practices. The scoring system assigns a top score of 100 and rates the rest by comparing them with the top ranked advisor. Listing in this publication and or award is not a guarantee of future investment success. This recognition should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Securities and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, a broker dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. 7025 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 115, Scottsdale, Arizona 85253.